Welcome to Holistic Accountant Podcast, where we aim to showcase how adopting a holistic approach in accounting and tax maximizes value for clients. Beyond traditional tasks like preparing financial statements and tax returns, a holistic accountant focuses on offering advice that maximizes personal wealth on an after-tax basis. If you enjoy this episode, please consider leaving a rating and sharing it with those who might also benefit. And to ensure you stay updated, subscribe to our weekly email. The link is in the show notes. Okay, today Mina and I wanted to talk about how to read a set of financial statements. And whilst it's a bit of an acquired skill through experience, uh, I think that there's a lot to be said for making sure you understand how the different statements in a set of accounts uh, interact with each other or connect with each other. And being able to put the figures together can tell a bit of a story about a business in terms of its underlying health and profitability and strength. And so being able to read a set of financials and be able to do that, I think is really invaluable. Now, you don't have to become the expert. That's why you have a holistic accountant. They should be able to do a much, much better job than you'll ever do. But certainly having a high level understanding of you know, how important it is and, and how these things mix together is sort of critical in understanding where the value is in having your holistic account and make sure they, they're interpreting your financial statements. And if you're looking at buying a business or anything like that, their financial statements as well. Of course, you need to familiarize yourself with the three key statements we tend to see in a, a set of financials. So you can have a trading statement, a profit and loss, and then a balance sheet. Now, a trading statement is going to tell you a little bit about the the gross profitability of a particular business in terms of sales, less cost of goods. And that, and particularly if you're a trading business and or retail business, manufacturing, so forth, that's going to tell you a lot about the health of a business. Um, if it's a services business, it's probably less applicable. The profit and loss is, is, as it says on the tin, you know, it tells you how profitable a business is, but you can look at the, the different expense components of a business and you, whether they're fixed or variable and so forth, it, it'll build a bit of a story. And the balance sheet will tell you a little bit really how the business is standing in terms of its strength. And some of that will, will relate to how the business's cash flow is, is behaving as well. So we'll address the trading statement in the first instance. So obviously that shows your gross sales at the, as, at the very top line, unless your cost of goods sold. So what a trading statement can tell you is whether a business has been experiencing, for example, some cost pressures over a number of years. So for example, if you start seeing that your gross margin is reducing year on year, that could really mean that the business is having to either compete on price, for example, so you know their margins are dropping or they haven't been able to factor in supplier increases for their cost of goods and so forth. So it'll really give you a good indication of how the business is tracking in terms of its competitors and cost pressures. Then you go into the profit loss statement, which will give you insight into the, sort of the cost structure and the profitability of the business. So it'll give you an idea of what a lot of the fixed costs of the business are. So for example, your, your, your rent, outgoings and so forth. And then it'll also give you an idea of the variable costs. So for example, you, you know, I will consider wages typically to be a variable cost. So if you're a manufacturing business and you've got a higher amount of sales one year, you'll typically try find that your wages also increase in line with those increased sales to for the increased output so it helps you identify where the main costs are in the business to basically determine whether any improvements can be made any any cost savings can be made where you're spending a lot of your money 
And then the balance sheet really tells you about the health of the business and then also how the business operates, how it's funded. So, you know, the first thing to look for is that the size or value of the assets on the balance sheet. So is it a very capital intensive business? Because if it is, then to grow it, you're going to need potentially more capital to reinvest. Is that going to come from internal profit generation or will shareholders have to stump up that capital in order to grow that business? Uh, how much debt does it have? So again, that if it's under leveraged, well, maybe you can add some debt to add uh, to, to be able to grow the business. Uh, whereas if there's a lot of debt on the balance sheet, well, uh, if it could be over leveraged and therefore sort of at risk. So you just want to make sure that it's quite stable. The amounts of accounts payable or accounts receivable will tell you a little bit about the operating cash flow. So if you if the business is very profitable, but the accounts receivable is increasing from year to year, you know, whilst you book those sales, uh, customers aren't paying you yet. And that can be problematic. Whereas if sales and profitability have been growing, but accounts receivable has uh, remained steady, well, that is actually, that, that's a good sign that the business is profitable. And similarly, if you've got a lot of accounts payable, why is that happening? You know, is the business isn't paying its accounts maybe when they become due. Is that a, a cash flow strategy or is, the, is that an indication of the, the business might not be in sound health? Retained earnings can, can also be a consideration. Normally in a trading entity, we wouldn't want to have too much in, the terms, in terms of retained earnings just from a asset protection perspective. But if there are a lot of retained earnings, well, uh, maybe the, the, the business also has a, a lot of imputation credits, which you might be able to utilise by paying dividends in the future as well. It's just another, another thing to consider. And are there any non-core assets or liabilities? So these assets and liabilities that don't relate to the core business. If they're on balance sheet, well, that they can just add to the value of the overall business, but also you want to make sure are, are these assets really adding value or, or can that capital be allocated somewhere else? And the combinations of profit and loss and balance sheet will help you get an idea of cash flows. So the, basically you could actually really have a really strong profit for a year, but it might not actually be banked in the balance sheet like Stuart mentioned. So you could have a really high accounts receivable, which which doesn't really help your bank account very much. So the combination of both will give you an idea of how how much cash you should be banking in, whether it be monthly, annually, quarterly. It gives you a really good idea of whether the business is self-funding or not. And finally, you might want to think about looking at some key financial ratios like gross margin, net margin, uh, how many variable versus fixed costs do you have, and some balance sheet uh, ratios as well. We, Mina and I did an episode, episode 32, where we talked about some of the key financial ratios that some bi- that businesses can use to really measure the underlying health of a business. And if you apply them on a set of financial statements, it starts to build a bit of a picture, a bit of a story about that particular business business. Okay, that's it from us for this week. Until next week, bye for now.